Welcome to the MPC Podcast. I am Tim W. Gill, pastor of Medora Pentecostal Church, and I'm thrilled that you've joined us today. Here at MPC, we are committed to bringing hope and building lives. One way we do that is through this podcast. Thank you for listening, for sharing and reviewing what we do here. It is our desire to connect with you, and you can find us on Facebook, or you can find us at our website, medorachurch.com. It is our prayer that today's message inspires you, encourages you, and that the kingdom of God is advanced in your life. Let's get right to the word of the Lord today. Amen. I want you to get your Bibles. And if you're doing a sword drill, this will be a quick one to get to. It's Genesis 1 and 1. Amen. If you brought your Bible, that would be a quick turn. It's a quick look at the screen. Amen. Genesis 1 and 1. In the beginning, God. If you do nothing else, that's all. (laughs) In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. And God saw the light, and it was good. And God divided the light from the darkness. And God called the light day And the darkness he called night, and the evening and the morning were the first day. My topic this morning is simply this, let there be light. Let there be, say it with me, let there be light. Oh God, we love you today. We praise you, Lord, for your word. We thank you, God, for this chance that we have, Lord, to study your word, to teach and preach your word. I pray, God, that you would give us, Lord, wisdom today to handle it very carefully, to rightly divide the word, not add what shouldn't be added, not take away what shouldn't be taken away. Lord, and we give you praise, God, that you are the creator, you are the source, you are the sustainer. In Jesus' mighty name, let everybody say amen. Amen. Praise God. Turn to three people, shake their hand and say, let there be light. Let there be light. Have you ever just stood in the, in the dark on a clear Indiana night, looked up into the sky, and saw the stars as they glistened, and just said, wow. Wow. Have you ever been sitting in your front porch on the nice swing and a glass of iced tea in your hand and the sun beaming down on your face as the summer soft day lingers on? Wow. Wow. How about witnessing a majestic eagle in flight? 
If you've never seen an eagle in flight, that, that is something that is to behold. We've got a few of them around here. Even an old buzzard in flight is pretty graceful. Wow. Have you ever dipped your toes into the warm sand as you gazed across an endless ocean and thought, wow. Or standing on the top of Pike's Peak, as my wife and I did just a couple years ago, the place where Catherine Lee Bates wrote, Oh, beautiful for spacious skies, for amber ways of grain, for purple mountains, majesty above the fruited plain. On that point, you can see out west, seemingly as far as you can see over the plains. Turn 180 degrees behind you and see mountains reaching 14,000, 15,000 feet into the sky. Wow. Wow. When I consider the creation and all that our God did that created this great universe that we live in and this great world that we live in, I am, I am amazed. You know, they tell us that, uh, evolution tells us that that all of that began with dirt. Dirt. I don't know about you, I think that takes a lot of faith. I think it takes more faith to believe that we come from dirt than we did to come from God. Or how about there was a big bang, a big bang theory that somehow there was a cosmic explosion and, and, and then all the world was all put together. It would be like a, 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 a printing shop blowing up and out comes an unabridged dictionary. I will tell you that I do believe in a Big Bang Theory in this that God spoke and bang, it happened. I'd rather believe in the possibility of a God who does wondrous things, as the psalmist said. He said, who doeth wondrous things, amen, and blessed be his glorious name forever, for the whole earth is filled with his glory, amen, and amen, and amen. Amen, it was the psalmist that wrote when he said, or, or rather it was Paul that wrote in Romans where he said that the invisible things of him from the creation of the world, are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Look at with me at Psalms 19 and 1. The heavens declare the glory of God. The heavens declare the glory of God and the firmament showing his mighty Handy works. Somebody say, wow. Day unto day uttereth speech, and night unto night showeth knowledge. There is no speech nor language where their voice is not heard. Their line is gone out throughout all of the earth, and their words to the end of the world. In them hath he set a tabernacle for the sun, which is the bridegroom coming down out of his bride out of his chamber, and rejoiced as a strong man who runs a race. His going forth is from the end of the heaven and his circuit 
uh, unto the ends of it. And there is nothing hid from the heat thereof. The law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. Somebody say, wow. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The statutes of the Lord are right, rejoicing in the heart. Amen. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. Amen. We understand today that we should be amazed. We should be in awe and at wonder at the beauty and the glory of God in creation. Let's talk about this first day of creation. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. In the beginning, what does that mean? Time started. God flipped the switch and time began to tick. He was before time. He existed before the beginning because there is no beginning with him. There was no time with him. He is not regulated by time, but he's the one that started the clock. He started the clock of the universe. In the beginning, God created. God, Elohim creator, created. That means he made something that didn't exist. He, he, it never existed before, and so he created it. It is hard for our little peep, pipsqueak, finite minds to understand and to comprehend this first day of creation. We often uh, 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 are left with more questions than we are with answers. There are those that try to put a, a time gap theory in there. And, and there are those that say this day of creation was like this. I want to tell you, it, it's, it, none of us really know other than what, what that verse says. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. What was the earth? Was it just talking about the phys physical, uh, physical realm that we're in? Or is he talking about just this globe that we're on? What, what was he talking about when he created the earth and the heavens? The heavens, was that the angelic host? What was that? I don't know. <clears throat> Neither does anyone else. All I do know is that in the beginning, God created all this. All this. Woo! Hallelujah. God created. In the beginning, God created, and it's interesting that he says, and the earth was without form and void and darkness. Everybody say darkness. Was upon the face of the, of the deep. Without form. Formless. It was formless. It had no distinct shape, as it were, or no definite form. The word here means a state of empty space. So then nothingness. He created the earth and he created without form and void. It, it was in a state of disorder. It was a state of disorder, according to James Swanson, Dictionary of Biblical Languages. And he, he said it is a state of dishonor. Uh, the word here means uh, this. In, in the Hebrew, it means formless. Confusion, unreality, emptiness, chaos. Amen. So he created it and it's chaos. What, 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 what is God doing here to show us that he's creating something that's formless, chaotic, and, and in disarray? I'm glad you asked. It's the whole point of my message today. <clears throat> formless, empty, confusion. Amen. Uh, you also see that it is made void, which means empty. If something's void, 
There ain't nothing there. It's void. It's empty. There's emptiness. Amen. Where you find confusion, you will find emptiness. Where you find confusion, you will find darkness. For darkness was there. And darkness is the absence of light. So in the beginning, God created the heaven, the earth, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep, period. And somebody say, it is not over. There was confusion, there was darkness, there was chaos in, in the whatever that earth uh, thing that he created, it was without form and void. And so, so, so Anne had to come along in this creation and the earth was without form and void, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters, and God said, let there be light. Mm, hallelujah. The Spirit of God moved. God stepped out of time, into time, and he breathed. Because to speak, you have to have breath. Breath begins the voice. Today, I'm speaking to you because I'm breathing. If I couldn't breathe, I couldn't speak. So breath happens first, and the Spirit of God is the breath of God. And so the Spirit of God stepped into time and breathed. And he said, let there be light. Amen. The word speak here refers to the Logos. Logos, or speaking, is the reality and the revelation of intelligence, intellect, and information. Speaking, then, is the manifestation of intelligence. Huh. Words are pushed out from the breath and given so the breath of God, the Spirit of God, breathed, or it spoke, Logos. And when he said, amen, let there be light, light began to happen. Amen. Can I tell you that this represents meaning? When you speak, you represent meaning. Every word that comes out of our mouth is going to bring revelation of intelligence or ignorance. It's going to bring revelation of who we are and what we are. Amen. So when the Lord spoke, he is revealing himself. Y'all, I know where I'm going and you don't. I'm trying to control myself. Unless I get a signal by my family that says. <laughs> so he said, let there be light. Light carries with it a lot of understanding and meaning. Amen. Light represents meeting. This is a consistent kingdom principle. Light makes things visible. Do you realize that anything you see is because of light? Have you ever been in a darkened room where it was totally pitch dark? Have you ever stuffed your toe on something that you couldn't see because it was in the way that you didn't know it was there because it was dark? When I was a, when I was a, a teenager, um, I was staying with a pastor and his family. My dad was preaching, and I guess my mom and dad was in the bedroom. I don't remember. I remember where I was. I was on the couch that made out into a bed. 
It wasn't one of these fancy fold-out couches like this. It was a couch that just went whoop, like that. And I was laying in the middle. There's a crack there, so I, I'm so uncomfortable. I, I don't know. I'm a teenager. I'm laying there, and it's pitch dark. When, 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 when they turned out all the lights, it's pitch dark. If I had needed to go somewhere, I would not have been able to go somewhere. I was there for the duration. And as I was laying there, something jumped on my feet. And this little, whatever it was, creature started crawling up my legs. And when it got to where I knew I could grab it, I couldn't see it. I was trying to see what that was. And when I grabbed it, I got a handful of fur and I threw it as hard as I could. And when it hit the wall, it went, Rear! <laughs> oh, I felt a little bit of satisfaction. But where there is no light, there is no manifestation of things. You can't see. Material is not made real. You can't see what is there. Okay? Light. Light is so important. Hallelujah. And so when he said, let there be light, the Spirit of God breathed, and the Word spoke, and something was created. In John 1 and 1, it says, in the beginning, John goes back to, John goes back to Genesis 1, the same beginning. In the beginning was the Word. Somebody say Logos. And the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God, so God had breath. Before time, God had breath. Before time, God had word. Before time, God had the ability to speak. So the word spoke. Logos. Logos means thought and reasoning. God, in his reasoning, in his intelligence, in his holy power, created this world by his word, his breath, his Logos. Hallelujah. The writer of Hebrews got this revelation. Amen. Where he said in Hebrews 11 and 3, through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that things which are seen are, were not made of things which do appear. That which I didn't understand when the word spoke, the light came. And when the light came, it brought revelation to what I did not understand. It brought understanding to what I couldn't comprehend, the light. It was the word of God. Can I tell you that the word of God will bring some things into your vision. It will bring some things to your understanding. The psalmist said in 33 and 6, by the word of the Lord were the heavens made, and all the host of them by the breath of his mouth. He breathed and he spoke. When the spirit moved, the breath of God came and he spoke. Hallelujah. He gathered the waters of the sea together as a heap. He layeth up the depth in storehouses. Let all the earth fear the Lord. Let all the inhabitants of the world stand in awe of him. And he spake, and it was. He spake, and it was done. Amen. Lord, I don't know if you can handle this situation. 
Well, let me just tell you what he did. He took the chaos of emptiness. He took the formless void that was there, whatever it was, whatever that looked like, whatever it was, and he spoke and something happened. Light began to appear. Revelation was manifest. Oh, I wish somebody would praise the Lord today. He spoke and it was done. He commanded it stood fast. This is the first day. This is the first day. I, I, I don't have this in order, but can, can you go back to Genesis 1, 3, uh, 4, and 5 and put that up for me, please? Genesis 1, 3, 4, and 5. And God said, let there be, I need, I need, I need some folks with some fingers that can do this. I want you to count every time the word light is mentioned. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. Next verse. And God saw the light, and it was good. Pause. He never called the darkness good. Not just drop that. He saw the light, and it was good. And God divided the light from the darkness. God separates the light from darkness. All right? Next verse. <clears throat> and God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. Everybody say separation. God divides. God says it's this and this. Not this and this together, but it's this and this. It's always this and this. It is always separation. And he separated. Leave it back up, please. He called the light day, and he called the darkness night, and the evening and the morning were the first day. How many times does light appear in those verses? Five. Whew. Anybody know what the number of five stands for in Scripture? Stands for grace. God said, I want to make sure and put some emphasis here that you know about this power of light. Okay, God created the light. He said, let there be light. Now, I'm going to do this as a, as a side note to my message. This is not my main point of where I'm going. But in my study, I've come across this, that there are Hebrew rabbis that will take and break down the Hebrew language. And they say, these rabbis say, that let there be light and there was light could just as easily been interpreted. May he be light because he is light. I, 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 and, and then they tie it in all the way over to Exodus chapter 3 and verse 13. And Moses said unto God, Behold, when I come unto the children of Israel, and shall say unto them, The God of your fathers hath sent me unto you, they shall say unto me, What is his name? And what shall I say unto them? And God said, Moses, I am that I am. <laughs> Amen. I am that I am. Thus shalt thou say of the children of Israel, I am have sent you. Do you know what I am that I am means? I will be what I will be. I will be what you see. There was no sun. That didn't happen to the fourth day. There was no moon. That didn't happen to the fourth day. There were no stars. That didn't happen until the creation of the lesser lights on the fourth day. But he said, I am. Have the light. Let there be light. Oh, 
Man, I praise you, Lord. Hallelujah. Jeremiah said it like this, 23, 24. Can any hide himself in secret places that I cannot see him, saith the Lord? Do not I feel heaven and earth? Do not I feel the universe? Do not I feel... Do you realize today the fastest thing in the universe is a thing called light? Amen. There is nothing faster than it. I want to tell you today that our God illuminates the universe from whatever the end is over here to the end over there. You'll find him there. He illuminates your home. He illuminates this church. He illuminates your car. Hallelujah. If it wasn't for light, we couldn't see. We couldn't understand. He is light. All right. To this day, all these fancy scientists, brilliant scientists, do not know what light is. First you'll find, who was it? I guess it was Newton that said, light is particles. hundred years later, scientist says, no, light is waves. Scientists today are saying, they're both right. It's particles and it's waves. Albert Einstein's theory of relativity comes from studying light and what light does. I don't know what that relativity theory is. I don't know. I don't clear. EM equals 2 square M 45-70. I can tell you a football play quicker. I can tell you what EM stands for. Light. Light. Science do not know what light is. Years ago, we, uh, we, we traveled and evangelized, and we went to a, a church in Tennessee that the pastor taught uh, being an electrician at a Votech school. He was a, a, a master electrician, and he taught it to uh, young Votech uh, people that were learning to be electricians. And he looked at me, and he said, you know what, Brother Gill? They can harness it. They can put it in a wire. They can, they can make it, but they don't know what it is. We can create bulbs, but we don't know what light is. We don't know what light is. Woo! So why did he say, let there be light? There was no sun. There was no moon. But he said, we need light. Hang with me. Can y'all put that graphic up of light, please? Praise God. Isn't that a fancy graphic? Uh, I got it off of a, a website here and, um, and somebody is a lot smarter about the ancient Hebrew language than I am. But the ancient Hebrew writing system employed pictograms to stand for the 22 letters of the Hebrew alphabet. The Hebrews originally employed pictures of animals, tools, parts of the body to describe their letters. It's a very interesting study. The word light in verse 3 of Genesis is the ancient Hebrew word A-W-R or pronounced or. Or. It is spelled from, as they read, they don't read left to right, they read right to left. So it is spelled 
from the right to left, Alpha Way Resh. Alpha Way Resh. Amen. Don't, don't, don't let Brother Lang get here tonight and tell him how bad I butchered up the Hebrew <laughs> language. Now, this is a, a word that come from a parent word. The, if you study the etymology of the word, you take that little Y out and you've got the, the bull and you've got the face of a man and that is the original word that this word come from. You got the daddy and you got the child. So if you look at the word uh, alpha, uh, it is represented here by an ox. This is a, uh, an ox. It is an ox. You know, I found out something in studying this that, that what an ox really is, it's a cow with a job. I never thought about it that way, but an ox is a. They turned to somebody and said, Did you know that? <clears throat> Did you know that an ox was a cow with a job? I didn't. But the word here, or the letter here, resh, uh, or alpha rather, means to put in front, to lead by. It is an ox. It speaks of leadership, strength, leadership and strength. And the original word, again, didn't have that Y-looking stick thing in the middle. And, and, and it had the other one on the, on the left over here. That is resh. And it's a picture of a man's head. And it conveys the action to begin. It speaks of something that is at the summit or at the top. Amen. So the first letter and the last word, letter are this root word, which means strength from above. Or to lead from the top. It speaks of order, organization from the top. That's the root word. Okay? So you got order and organization from the top. What happens when you add that stick in the middle? What happens when you add W A W R in that, which is a picture of a stick? But what it represents is a nail. It represents the idea of attaching or binding. It is the abstract concept of increase. The word serves uh, uh, this in itself. That stick serves wherever it is added, it serves as an increaser or an intensifier. Increaser or intensifier. So everything was in chaos Everything was like walking into where there was only darkness. There could be nothing arranged properly. Where there was only darkness, there's void and there's chaos and there's confusion. And the earth was without form and void. And so what God said, the very first thing I'm going to create is light. What was he saying? He was saying, I'm going to create order. I'm going to create arrangement. I'm going to create that and not only create it, I'm going to throw that stick right in the middle of it and it's going to be increased. So it's not just the order of the garden. It's not just the order of Adam. It's not just the order of the first day, the second day, the third day, the fourth day, the fifth day, and the sixth day. But it is the order of today. Let there be light. He said, I'm bringing order to chaos. 
I'm bringing government where there is disarray. I'm bringing function where there is dysfunction. I, I got I to calm down now. So here is the word for light or light. Let there be order. Okay, thank you. You can take that down because I want you to put up. Before, yeah, just leave that up there. Let me just say this. When God said, let there be light, what he was actually doing was manifesting himself. The first manifestation of God was light. He steps into his creation and he says, the first thing y'all need for all this mess. I don't know how the mess got there. You can have a theory, but you can't prove it. But it was there. Amen. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? There being just a, 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 a big old warehouse and it's just a hoarder lived there. And there is no light and you're given the assignment. Put all this in order. can't, I don't know where this goes with that. Then all of a sudden, somebody that knows where the light is flips on the switch and those bubs go down throughout that, that, I don't know how lights make those noises, but in every movie, whenever you turn on the light, all the lights go in every movie. Never heard that before. Brother David, you go to great big warehouses. You ever heard that? No. I guess it's a thing with movies. But then the light goes on, and you can say, oh, well, this goes in this box, and that goes in that box. One other word about that, one other thought about that word that I showed there, in its original context, it means box. So God said, let there be light so I can put things in order. I know what goes into what box. I know what family looks like. I know what a dog looks like. I know what an elephant looks like. I know what the waters look like. I know what day looks like. I know what night looks like. I know. I know what a palm tree looks like. I know what a pine tree looks like. I know what a sequoia looks like. I know what a mountain looks like. I'm going to put it in its box. I know there's humanity and then there's animals. And they're not the same. They don't belong. I know there's a man and I know there's a woman. And I know that they are in that box and they are in this box I know how to arrange let there be light oh oh praise God now y'all can quit running the aisles y'all can quit shouting and standing up and hooping pastor down but I will tell you right now that blows my mind it wasn't the sun it wasn't the stars it was Order. It was revelation. It was the original manifestation of God to all of the world. Let there be light. Can you love him? Can you love him right now? Praise God. 
Praise God. Uh, media team, I'm, I'm going to jump a verse and go back to it in a minute. I want to go to John 1 and 1 again. Aren't you thankful for the, having good media? You know what? That's a courtesy for you all. That you don't have to thumb, thumb through your Bible or click on your device. A lot of hard work. In the beginning was the, and the, was with God, and the, was God. So we have God, Word, Breath, Logos, speaking creation. The next verse. Verse 2. The same was in the beginning with God. Next verse. All things <laughs> were made by him. Without him was not anything made that was made. Let there be light. So the word shows up with the breath of the spirit. And that word says, let there be light. Hi, right. there's disorder. There's chaos. There's confusion. Darkness. All right. Next. Verse 4. In him was. And life was. Woo! So could it have been when he said, let there be light, the DNA of life of God went poof. He said, in him was life. Speaking of the one that spoke this into existence, in him was life. And his life would be the, the order of men. I wish y'all could help me today because this is blowing me up. Okay? In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The next verse, verse 5. Just read it for yourself. And the light shineth in, and the darkness comprehended in light. Wherever his order shows up, chaos, disorder, dysfunction, wherever the light shows up, next verse, there was a man sent from God whose name was John. Mm -hmm. Who is John? The same came for a witness to bear witness of the. You see that big L? That's referring to a person, not to an essence or an entity or a, a, a filament or, or, or it's, it says, for bear witness of the light that all men through him might believe. Next verse. He was, John the Baptist was not that light was to bear witness of that light. Come on. That was the true light which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. Somebody say, he's light. He is light. Verse 10. 
He was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. The creator came and walked among them, and they didn't know him. He came into his own. He came into his own countrymen, and his own received him not. But as many <laughs> that has received him, to them gave he power to become sons of God, even to them that believe on his name, which is born not of blood, nor the will of the flesh, nor the will of man, but of God. And the word. <laughs> Somebody say the word. The word. Somebody say the light. light. Mm, and the word, the light was made flesh and dwell among us. And what did we behold? We beheld the glory. Mm, we beheld the glory of God. Hallelujah. We beheld the glory of God. You can't see glory without light. You can't see the kingdom without light. You can't see how to be saved without light. You can't see to have your marriage saved without light. You can't have a healthy mind without light. You can't have a healthy body without light. We beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. You can't see grace and you can't see truth without light. Amen. And what is light? Order. Order. Kingdom order. This is, this is the, the saying here. All right. John 8, 12. John 8, 12. Thank you for letting me bounce around here. Amen. John 8 and 12. It says, Then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, saying, what is he saying? What is he saying? What is he saying? I am the light of the world. I am the light of the world. It's not just illumination. That's part of it. It's revelation, illumination, and it's order. It, he's here to take chaos and give order. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. Let me just stop here and say the first manifestation that God showed to man was let there be light. The total manifestation of God happened when he said, Behold, a virgin will conceive and give you a son. When Jesus appeared as man, as humanity, and God, the fullness of the Godhead in him, he came and appeared to be the manifestation God manifested in the flesh. So what had happened is that Adam and Eve that started in peace, sin came in and brought chaos, dysfunction, and darkness. Jesus was promised from the garden to be the seed of the woman that would crush the serpent's head. So he enters into a world of darkness. And he stands there now as the Lord of glory appearing 
as the image of the invisible God. He is the light that stepped into the world that was in disorder, in chaos, full of sin and despair. Let me just tell you today, Jesus is the only answer for the chaos in your life. He's the only answer for the emptiness in your life. He is the only answer for the void and the darkness and the hurt and the pain. Amen. Twit. Ah. We got a lot of artificial light. We got a lot of artificial uh, uh, ways of fixing things. Amen. But oh, how we need the light. Right now, I need the light in my mind. I need the light in my thoughts. I take authority by the light. Lord, bring revelation to me. Let me see how to get out of this dark room. Let me see how to get out of this dark situation. Paul said to the Corinthian church, 2 Corinthians 4 and 6, For God, who hath commanded the light to shine out of darkness, hath shined in your hearts. It's not a physical light that comes. It's not just this, as the movies portray, light coming out of every hole in your head. It's not it. But it is a spiritual reality that the light appears, has shined in your heart to give the light, the light, the revelation, the order, the organization of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. When we say, Lord, show me your glory, what do we say? Let there be light. Lord, show me your glory. Let there be light. Let there be order. Let there be order. In the name of Jesus, let there be order in chaos. The Apostle John wrote this in his epistle, first epistle of John, chapter 1, verse 5. This then is the message which we've heard of him and declare unto you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. He's not the author of confusion. He's not the author of chaos. He is the one that brings light. You see, this is Tim Gill, chapter 7, verse 35. I believe that God wrote his book this way, that there was chaos, and there was void, and there was emptiness to show us a life principle that every life has the potential, chaos, void, and we have to go look for the answer. And could it have been that in creation the Lord is saying, I want to show you what the answer is. Order. Organization. Government. Kingdom. You can't see it right now, but I'm running around this church 45 times. I already ran three times. You didn't even see it. What, what is it? Let there be light. Anybody got a problem situation? Stop living in the darkness and start speak light. Jesus, show up. Let there be light. Not my light. Not my truth. Not my revelation. You show up because I'm in darkness. It's darkness. You know what happens to, to a person in darkness that tries to describe a horse? It'll come out 
like a giraffe. You, you just can't. Just, we're trying to deal with things in darkness that we do not understand. A lot of this uh, depression, a lot of these issues, we do not understand them. So we're groping in darkness trying to figure out a way to, to get through it and overcome it. To, amen. When maybe perchance we should say, God, step into this darkness. With light, whatever that looks like, you reveal it to me. You show it to me. You show me your way. You show me what this means. Stand to your feet with me, if you would, please. Somebody say, let there be light. Let there be light. I want to go to one other scripture, the last scripture I have for you. So we had day one. Day one. No sun, but light. Day two, no sun, but light. Day three, no sun, but light. Day four, the sun shows up. So the first part of creation, what was the light? How did he know what to do? There was light there. The Bible says in the last of this time, the city had no need. (laughs) The city, the new Jerusalem, has no need of the sun, neither of the moon, to shine. For the glory of God did enlighten it. And the Lamb, and the Lamb, Jesus Christ, the Lamb, is the light thereof. Amen. There will come a time, brothers and sisters, where the sun will be no more and the moon will be no more, but we'll still have light. Hallelujah. The light of that city is going to be whatever that light was on day one. I want to be there. Hallelujah. But you can have it now. Do you have any confusion in your world? Do you have any messed up voids and and issues and darkness? Begin to speak. Let there be light. Let there be light. Lord, right now, let there be light. Come on, there's somebody who needs to pray that right in this place. Step out of your aisle. Amen. Come to this front and begin to pray. Lord, let there be light in this situation. Lord, let there be light in this finances. I don't know how to handle it. Let there be light, Lord Jesus. Let there be light, oh God. Thank you for listening to the MPC podcast. We trust that today's message has inspired you, encouraged you, and strengthened you in the Lord. We would like to invite you to join us again by simply subscribing to our podcast, and we encourage you to write a review if it has been a blessing to you. Again, you can find us at medorchurch.com to learn more about our ministry.